Hey, podcast people. As promised, here's the uh, follow-up part two to the uh, incremental change. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the first section. If you missed it, uh, check out the episode from Sunday. And uh, the rest of this back half here will make a lot more sense. The thought that really, I guess, got me going on this was... I was discussing this uh, with the baker, and essentially, she pointed out that at this point, in an interesting way, I have multiple residences uh, between the multiple restaurants. And I know it's not twisted, but uh, in a weird sequence of events, I've ended up with multiple residences. Um, and it wasn't that long ago that, you know, I was sleeping in my truck or sleeping on someone's couch or sleeping in the back of the uh, martial arts studio I was training at. So you see, um, but I didn't, that change didn't happen in one fell swoop either. And so I said, you know, she was pointing out the, the difference, you know, like, oh, it's crazy how much it's changed and it's not. And I said, um, yeah. All the, you know, all it took was, you know, do some good shit uh, and good things happen. And then I caught myself because that isn't really true. It wasn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't do some good shit and good things happen. I started by just not doing bad shit. Like, don't, don't do bad shit, you know? Uh, and, you know, that's been true all along. The, the better human I was, the more grateful I was, the kinder I was, every one of those things has led to me, my life getting better, you know? And that's, I mean, that's what we're doing here, right? Like, you can't, can't get better than that. And for me, like, it's results-oriented business. You, uh, you do some things, you try some things, you know? I tried being a drug dealer. Uh, it did not work out. It had negative, bad effects. But I, you know... I tried being a good dad, you know, I tried, and fuck, I was, I, in the beginning, man, I didn't know what I was doing, shout out to my dad for trying to teach me the right way to do things, um, but you basically, you go, and, you know, it isn't, it isn't, oh, I do good, and good things happen, like, start by just not doing bad shit, you know, and there's tons of people out there who aren't, you know, I'm, I'm fully aware that I was a shit human being, uh, and, um, and there's tons of people who aren't that, you know, there's, there's just a ton of people that are, you know, in the middle, they're just living their life. But I got to ask you, like, do you want to just live your life? Like that for what it's worth, you got to jumpstart on a lot of people that are doing shitty. They're just shit humans. They're, you know, they're in shit situations, you know, their mom, this, you know, their college debt, that they're, you know, all kinds of, there's a million fucking problems out there and you can, you know, you can be your problem or you can be on your way to solving it. So that incremental change, you know, that conversation really made me think about how that incremental change has worked the other way too. I didn't have to start doing good for my life to start turning around. I just had to start, stop doing that. And little by little, it's improved, you know. Um, man, so uh, I basically, you know, was training at this martial arts school 
and was just there so much working my ass off instead of, you know, out on the, you know, out in the streets hustling, you know, uh, and that turned into a buddy of mine who owned the place, like, yo, man, you want to train some kids here? You want to start teaching some people? You know, uh, love having you around. Uh, I've always loved to fight. So for me, it was a no-brainer, like, oh, do this thing I really love? Got you. So, um, and get better at it while I'm here? Even better. So that was kind of how that went. Um, and that, that opportunity, I mean, one, it gave me a place to sleep at night. Uh, it gave me a new, you know, it, yeah. people who do jobs like that, who teach, you know, uh, martial arts or like group class instructors in general are working their ass off. And like, if you go to one of those group classes, like every time I walk out of any class like that, I take time to go say thank you because that person, like that's a hard job. That's a hard job. So, um, you know, to all of you group instructors out there, I appreciate you. Um, but the, uh, that, that step that, okay, I'm here all the time. Do you want to do this? You know, and I could have been like, no, man, I want to like train my own martial arts, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. But it was like, no, like here's an opportunity. So, you know, I made a little scratch. I gave me a place to stay. Um, you know, uh, uh, my buddy who owned the place, his name's Daniel, um, taught me a lot while I was there. Um, it's funny. He's actually younger than I am. Uh, but he was just, he, you know, I was a fucking idiot. So it's real easy to teach me stuff. You know, <laughs> if you start at a real low point, as far as your life choices, uh, it's really easy to find mentors. Everyone's ahead of you. Uh, he had this expression. Um, you got to know the difference between a handout and a hand up. And he was a hand up guy. Like he, he, and he put me in a position to better myself. Um, rather than just giving me shit, you know? Um, and so, uh, that, um, one of the guys that we, uh, trained was a bouncer at a bar. Uh, he had his day gig. He worked, um, uh, what was that? Oh, Toyota. That's right. Uh, he worked, he worked for Toyota. And then at night he'd bounce at the bar you know, make a little extra scratch for the family. Um, real nice guy, super nice. Uh, uh, and funny, he's a uh, named Robert. Um, but he, uh, he basically, um, he asked Daniel, you know, do you know anybody who'd be down to work the door? We need a guy. And so I was like, oh, you know, Daniel was like, oh, Rob, I'll probably do it. You used to work in restaurants, which I had before, you know. So I go. And I start out working, you know, I'm going to work the door. Uh, I work it one night and they're like, yo, you're great. Um, um, can you, uh, would you be down to work, you know, regularly? Yeah, I'd love to. Sounds great. So now I got the, you know, martial arts during the day. I got this thing going at night. Um, and one of the unforeseen benefits that I didn't see was, so at this point I've gone from, you know, pretty, pretty beefy. I was uh, a, a little over 300 pounds. Um, and I've whittled myself away doing martial arts and, you know, being poor. <laughs> so, uh, I get, um, eh, I'll delve into this whole long story in throwback, but let's just say I get, um, eh, let's delve in now and make this throwback. I get myself, um, 
you know, I'm there. And it's such a funny bar. I've never seen a bar with this model, but um, there's no bar backs. So the security guys do like grabbing bottles and stocking and stuff like that. Um, at the end of the night, they do cl- uh, like bar level cleanup. Um, and then uh, there's basically a first bartender and a second bartender. The second bartender is basically the bar back. They're grabbing ice. They're doing they're, uh, mid shift. They're doing all this stuff. And they can make some drinks if the first bartender's busy. That, um, that's fairly normal. What's not normal is everywhere I've ever worked, that money goes in the bartender's, uh, bucket and the bartender tips their bar back out at the end of the night. Here, you keep that money. And I think they even called it bar back, not like second bartender, but they should call it second bartender because that's what it was. So essentially, but you keep your money. So you basically, it just came down to like the bartender who was on the shift had first dibs at the customers. And then as soon as they were busy, bartending and whatnot. But it was crazy because people would be complaining about being the second bartender or being the barback, whatever you want to call that. I think it was called the barback, which is probably like psychologically some people complained. They were complaining about it. And then, um, uh, one woman in particular, uh, man, what was her name? It doesn't matter. The, uh, she, com- she was basically um, uh, complaining about the number of days she had to work. And it was, you know, it's afterwards, uh, you know, it had been like a longer shift. And they were just kind of, her and uh, Tish, who ran the, um, uh, ran the place um, and was one of like working bartenders, they were just chippy with each other. They were just kind of, you know. And so I took that moment when, you know, they were both frustrated, one not wanting to work, the other frustrated with the other not wanting to work. And was just like, you know, I used to have bartend, like, I'll work a shift. And the thing with that is it's hard to find good door people. And so I could see her, like, hitch on it. And I was like, I'll still work on my door shifts. I'm not trying to give one up or another. So I'm, next little incremental positive step. And all it really started from was put your head down, work hard. Like, I worked hard at the dojo in my training. That turned into, do you want to be an instructor? That turned into a relationship with one of the students. That turned into a job uh, working the door. That turned into a job bartending. At this point now, I'm bartending some nights, working the door some nights, uh, teaching martial arts some days. Um, and one of the one of the real upsides of this whole experience was I learned I learned how to how do I say this? I learned basically how to live on less. I was so used to just I wanna say gluttony, but like instant gratification, that's a better word. I was just used to instant gratification, like, oh I want this thing. Okay, I get this thing, you know? And so um it, I learned basically, like, you don't really need a whole lot. <laughs> um, and so as I started to accumulate a little bit of income, uh, I got myself a place to live. That made me super happy. Um, and uh, I got myself in a spot where um, over that course, 
my my outlook changed, my you know, my take on life everything changed and you know, like most high school girls, I was posting all of my feelings on the internet. Um that led to uh Bud, who uh we had been friends for a long time, but um because I was a turn of a person, I jammed um I basically I was just irresponsible and didn't take care of bills and things like that when we lived together and it left him in a bad situation. Um uh him and our buddy Jay, uh both great human beings and uh insanely forgiving for taking me back as I improved my life. Um but in any case, I uh he reached out to me and was like, Hey, I got a room opening up. What you know, would you be down to move down here? Cool, moved down there. So now I'm living by the beach. I'm working uh the bar in both aspects, more bartending now at this point than uh working the door. Um and then um, uh, I'm still teaching martial arts. Uh, and by this point I've got an opportunity to teach at a second school. Uh, so my day's full. Um, I'm doing personal training. Uh, basically I've gotten myself into shape. Other people are asking how I start sharing with them, you know, and it turns into, you know, uh, can you teach me on the regular, um, that, you know, uh, that also, uh, between, training some women, uh, in personal training. And additionally, uh, the volume of people you meet in the bar, um, my social life is getting better. Uh, it's just all in all good. I end up, um, uh, but at this point it's working at a bar in Newport. Um, and little by little I'm, uh, I'm around there more and whatnot. I end up getting a job there. Um, right out the gate as a manager slash, uh, bartender. Um, I eventually basically become, uh, not basically, I eventually become the AGM, you know, and, uh, that relationship, that situation eventually leads me into the, the situation I'm in now. Like in all of those, you know, trust me, that dude sleeping on the ground in the back of that, uh, martial arts school, did not think he was going to own part of a restaurant now. Like that, that wasn't even on the radar. And I couldn't have, I couldn't have made that choice then. But I did, I did learn, you know, I did learn, I did start to see that the incremental changes are good. You know, the incremental changes and, and I, I see it mostly in hindsight. Like it's, like I said, you don't know it at the time. You have no idea that that little thing is going to become a lot later, you know, and not even if it becomes a lot, but it may become a lot of little things. Uh, so, um, man, when I started this podcast in my mind, I actually had real concerns for the length. Um, instead I've ended up just prattling on, um, I, uh, I like it though. I think, uh, you're probably going to know this by now because you're listening to it, but I'm going to end up breaking this into, uh, part one, uh, where I'm going over my thoughts a little bit and part two, where you get a little throwback Thursday out of it. Um, what I really want to, I guess, what I really want to focus on is that for me, I didn't know those things at the time. And so 
don't worry so much about, you know, about how you're going to get where you're going. Don't worry so much about the end game. Just do. Do what you're doing today. Be a good person today. Be, like, it pans out. And it pans out, you know, every person I know that's, like, inherently good, that go, and, and not even inherently good, but, like, goes out of the way to be good, their life is better than they ever imagined. Like, they're, you know, uh, Bud and I had a conversation yesterday. We were basically talking about, like, like, I'm not living my wildest dreams. I, like, 12-year-old me did not even know that this life existed. You know, it's, it's a matter of doing the right thing in the moment and knowing it ends up right. And it does. It ends up right. Uh, so my, I, my, my goal today for myself, and I challenge you, if you're into it, to do the same. Uh, and I would love, love to hear how it all plays, like, hear what, what you chose. But, like, do something good today. And, you know, that could be something good for yourself. It could be something good for others. It could be anything. What, what something good did you do today? You know? Um, it's funny. Like, the opportunity to do good, like, I ask people all the time, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? What can I do for you? And people are like, oh, nothing, I'm good. Nothing, I'm good. Nothing, I'm good. Like, and I don't think they realize, like, how happy it would make me to do something, you know? Um, I, I am crippled by missed opportunity. When I saw that man go into that uh, trash enclosure, uh, that I mentioned way, way earlier in this podcast. When I saw him go into that trash enclosure, the part that really bothered me was that I had just thrown away half a salad. You know? And the, I guess the interesting part of it is that there's no way for me to know. There would have been no reason for me to carry a salad around looking for a homeless guy. There's not, it's not any of that. But I still, I still feel it. And I feel it right now. Like I wish, I wish I had, I wish I'd have had food in my hand to hand to that man. Um, so in turn, I'm going to look for opportunities to do good today. And I'm, I'm blessed with the number of people I interact with at the bar. Like, uh, I'm headed, I'm headed back there, back that way now. Um, and one of the huge things to me is like, I'm going to lift somebody's day up today. Hopefully a couple of somebody's, you know, I'm going to, uh, I love my life. I, it's completely, you know, I, I skip around most of the time and I'm going to do that because I see the effect it has on people. Remember that when you're, when you're challenging yourself, if you, if you're going to go, go down that road, it doesn't have to be the biggest thing in the world. You know, like you don't have to build a soup kitchen tomorrow. You know, if you see someone in need, do something for them. And sometimes all that need is smile, you know? So, uh, I appreciate every one of you who listens. Um, I appreciate, you know, I had someone the other day tell me basically like, Oh, my friend listens to you all the time and thought, you know, this episode or this, you know, thought, uh, would help me or, you know, they liked your Instagram post, you know, what little things like that. Um, uh, there, in this case, it was, that I thought you should listen to this podcast, but they shared it. That person then started listening and now I interact with her 
on a regular basis, she has all kinds of thoughtful insight and really stimulates my mind. I'm, you know, I'm no expert. I only know that my life used to be unhappy. It's super happy now. And I want to share that with people. And along the way, I'm learning a lot about myself. So I'm super grateful for all of you. Uh, please share this with someone if you feel this or another uh, episode would be helpful. And uh, I do love me some me. I hope you're loving you some you. Uh, you know, take a look in the mirror and realize how rad you are. Because uh, it's true, you are. Um, and know that wherever you're at, uh, just a little bit of incremental change, a little bit of incremental good, um, and, uh, and you're on your way. Um, thanks again so much. And, uh, I, I gotta say it again. I do love me some me and I hope you're loving you some you.